0: <laughs> oh, I would love us to have a rap theme song, like, but I'm not going to try to actually <laughs> perform no. one like it. I We not know any of us are qualified I, don't think, yes, uh, we Maybe I promise we you we're recording right now. That way lies a fence. <laughs> we we could pay our local artists
1: to <laughs> we are actually recording. I know. As soon as we start talking about something weird, I'm just <laughs> Well, welcome back to the Oklahoma Today podcast, bringing you all the best our state has to offer. Uh, This week, it's an angler's delight on this show, as Mark Fuquay with the Canton Lake Walleye Rodeo tells us about the oldest fishing tournament in the state, and why diners in the know always want more walleye. But before that, let's get into our question of the week. Editors, what is the best cocktail or mocktail you have had in Oklahoma? First up, Editor-in-Chief Nathan Gunner.
0: Man, that's a hard one, because there's... Because um, I don't drink alcohol, <laughs> and I don't think it's right to uh, – No, first – come on. <laughs> Who are we kidding? Uh, I don't know because I'm a straight whiskey kind of guy, but um, those cocktails we had at Reba's were really good recently. Mm. That's the last time I've really had a cocktail. Like we had – we shot for the current issue of Oklahoma Today on newsstands now. <laughs> subscribe at oklahomatoday.com slash subscribe. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't. Those were good cocktails. I didn't they, have any. I had a sip of the margarita. It was oh, really good. You... Uh huh. It's like and a strawberry then, margarita. Uh huh. And then um, they, they looked had, good. The Atoka Float was really good. It was like vanilla vodka and cream, and then they poured alcoholic oh, root beer in it.
2: Yeah, I did have a that sip was of, of that because really I was like, alcoholic root beer is a thing. I yeah. want to try that. So
0: that was yeah. We just tried those. Um, so those were. I mean, you know, I didn't like. I literally had like one sip of each, but just to see how they tasted. But they were really good. And then I'm just a huge fan of Valkyrie. I think in Tulsa, that's a great bar. They do really good cocktails there. And
1: really great mocktails. Really great mocktails, too. They've got an entire really fun menu. I know. I'm a big fan of the
0: whole mocktail thing. Like, I haven't really dived into it myself because I like alcohol. But i'm a, I'm a, I'm glad that that's a thing that's happening if people for people who don't want to drink,
1: yeah, i I especially love the idea that could, because there's nothing about a mocktail that says that you can't also have alcohol. It's right. just like, okay, I had alcohol and now I'm gonna have something else that isn't. And right. you know, you get to, the night goes on a little longer,
0: yeah, it's nice. It's nice. and you could, yeah, a little bit safer. So yeah, uh,
1: managing a alcoholbara.
3: I don't drink very often. I would say maybe like, a few times a year for a special occasion, I will. But uh, most recently, uh, actually, was it when we stay, when I stayed at the Bradford House to yeah. write about it, um, I had dinner, and it was an amazing dinner. And um, so I decided to get some cocktails, and I got the gin and jam. That has that's a
4: good That has Garden right. Club
3: gin and the Quincy Bake Shop, which is inside Bradford House, seasonal jam in it. I don't even it like is,
0: gin, and I like that cocktail. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I had Jim.
3: three of them, and I do not drink. <laughs> I very much regretted it later, but not because of the cocktails, because of how I felt. Right. <laughs> but, but anyway, it was – and and I didn't – that was the only one I ordered because I liked it so much, but they have some really amazing-sounding other cocktails on their menu, yeah,
1: that's too. A good, yeah, that's a good one.
3: It's a good place to go drinking. <laughs>
1: To go a drinking. <laughs> yeah. All right, first time alcohol tryer Megan Rossman. <laughs> I do
2: like the gin and jam there. Um, you know, some place that I, I do like, and I don't go there very often is Powerhouse. Um, yeah. It, it's just like a cozy little place down near the farmers market where, you, yeah. and they always have really good drinks and they have good food. But if we're talking about specific drinks, I think one of my favorite things to drink. Uh, in Oklahoma City, is the frozen mojito at 1492. Mm. Those are good. I yeah. just love those drinks. And, you know, they've got them spinning there at the bar like a <laughs> Slurpee machine or something. <laughs> and I just, I haven't had one in I don't know how many years, but when I was thinking about this question, I was like, wow, I... I would really like to go have another one of those because I miss them. Nice. I miss my mojitos. That's a good idea, especially for you know, it's like a Slurpee with booze in it. Yeah, you know, a you fancy don't often
3: Slurpee. find a frozen mojito.
2: Yeah, uh huh. No, those are good. That, <laughs> yeah, because they're kind of a pain to make anyway. Yeah. So. Their
1: margaritas are good there too.
2: I'm sure they yeah. are. It really. of course
1: reminds me of the the sangria. They're down a great at, salsa uh, in Norman. The Mont? Yes, thank you.
3: The <laughs> the swirl. Well, that's the a swirl,
0: classic. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, that's just a, like uh, who doesn't love a yeah. swirl? I've never had a swirl. We should go have
3: swirls. They're pretty good.
0: It's what ten thirty in the morning Let's right pick, now. Look, Let's pick go. up some burgers and swirls. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
1: research editor. Oh, sorry.
2: Oh, I was say we could have a barbecue
4: outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, some great this weather cold, for it. rainy day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, research editor Ben Lucian.
4: Um, so. You know, to me, cocktails isn't uh, too complicated for me. I mean, um, like, fruit juice and vodka, like, boom, cocktail. Right there. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, One thing, I do love the uh, Edna's uh, Lunchbox. Yes. Um, so good. yeah, uh, Yeah, like... Coors Light, orange juice and uh, amaretto. amaretto. yeah, that is a wonderful thing. Uh, what not as many people realize is that there's a bunch of flavor variations on the lunchbox. Um, there's a, uh, a Tootsie Roll lunchbox that I like. Uh, it uses a um, I, uh, like a chocolate liqueur. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it's really good. Um, so yeah, I there's like half a dozen or more flavor variations. I haven't had them all, but uh, I. Encourage you to look into that next time you're in the classic Oklahoma City bar Ednas.
2: <laughs> I so is it true that you were supposed to drink a lunchbox like a shot, or
0: was I mean? there's sp- I always I think they're just so them. tasty that that's how people do
1: it. I think they go down real smooth. I they think really that do. is it's dangerous. Kind of
4: traditional. Oh okay, yeah. um, but I don't think you. That's not required. And that's not like a rule. Really, I mean they're not going they're not talk throw you you out glass. like you're
0: drinking that too slow. You're well, it or get
4: out. You know, the shot glass, like, glass is literally inside the mug. No, I know, but I've been drink I've
2: been drinking one before and people will be like you're supposed to drink that like a shot and Well, I'm of like, course
3: the restaurant would encourage you to do so that yeah, you- yeah, so you're drinking yeah, multiple. That's money in yeah, your body. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. um
4: I've actually I've uh I've talked to like the like um, management and ownership there and um we were trying a few lunchboxes and that's how they encouraged us to drink it. So it's okay. like a okay. shot. However, like do do whatever you want, dear yes. listeners. I am here I mean, to say don't do that whatever you can sip
0: your Not lunchbox.
4: You it's okay.
0: You can, you sip, can sip a lunchbox. It's fine.
3: Sip your lunch box. No one's gonna me. arrest you. Yeah.
0: It'd be
1: funny if they did. I mean Wayne it, Coin. It but yeah, they'll arrest you. They'll uh-huh. definitely arrest yeah. you. <laughs> Some other stuff will have happened, but <laughs> I've seen people get arrested. <laughs> I mean, people have gotten arrested over lunchboxes. Yeah, that's we'll right. say that. Yeah. You know. uh, yeah. The great thing about a lunchbox is it really—it's so. That was a good answer, Ben. Yeah. So easy to drink. Like it just—you can tip one back. With, I, mean, I mean, that's the good and the bad it. thing about it. And and I will say that some like for a beer cocktail, it comes in a pretty small mug. Yeah. You know, oh, like it's—it's it's not it's, you're not getting like a stein or whatever. That's true. Yeah. I've never.
2: Unfortunately, had they're good. Oh, no, no, they're great it doesn't sound like it isn't it is beer orange juice and amaretto Coors Light
1: orange juice and amaretto yeah Yeah. uh, Danny Bowien uh, was doing them on the Tonight Show one time yep made them for Jimmy Fallon I believe
0: Mm. what's your favorite cocktail Greg
1: uh, boy, I, uh, I'm, I'm much like Ben. I like, uh, a fruit juice and vodka, okay. but in this case, the fruit juice I like comes from tomatoes. Oh,
5: okay.
1: Uh, I, am a, I'm a Bloody Mary guy. Ah, okay. Um, I like, I like a morning beverage, uh, any time of day. That's fair. Uh, and the best one I've had, uh, is at Rococo, uh, mm. because they take all of their leftover veggies, uh, from whenever they're cooking and they... Put it in a big jar and they cover it with vodka and they just infuse their own yeah. veggie vodka there and so it's really savory uh, and uh, super tasty and uh, and I also love a uh, any sort of alcoholic cocktail that comes with a salad you know that's that's <laughs> kind of nice <laughs> I kind of really love a michelada yeah like I mean it's just a bloody mary with beer instead of alcohol instead of liquor but, yeah uh,
0: it's tasty and it's fizzy
1: and uh, one other place if uh, if you're in Oklahoma City and you're looking for some truly insane cocktails uh head down to first national and go Mm. into the library of distilled spirits oh uh, man i was
0: actually down there uh two weekends ago and had one of the best best cocktails of my life which i am now going to google um because it was so good that i wanted to just sit there and drink them all night and it's probably a good thing that i didn't it's yeah. like a
3: world tour of cocktails yeah. down there,
0: right? Yeah, it is. It very much cool. is. I had
1: one in like a ceramic elephant, and oh. it was. Uh... That might have been the one that I had. Was I can't it for, find was it on it this tie? menu. Yeah, was it yeah, it was, and it it had like a big like green bush of of uh, floral. Um...
0: Yeah, that's the one I had. It yeah. was really good. I can't find it on this menu online because <laughs> I am not fancy. good at googling. But they they are, are. that
1: place is amazing. One thing I, I I will caution anybody about with that drink is. Uh one will do. Like and confirm. That I had I, I was there for the uh for my overnight, for the uh, um the yeah. dine and crash in the couple issues ago, and that drink was enough that I was like they they were like, Oh, would you like anything else? And I said, I would like to find my way back to my room <laughs> because Wow, I was very happy not to be driving anywhere that night, having to get an Uber or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> perfect night for the dining crash story.
0: I went a couple weeks ago with a friend of mine, and we we went there and had a couple of those each, and went to the Philharmonic, and we turned the Philharmonic into Woodstock '99. <laughs> that's how that's how powerful those are. No, not really. <laughs>
1: that's just what Nate does anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's just everywhere I go. That's uh, that's how you survive as a writer. That place is great, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, it's a lot of fun, and it's uh, just a gorgeous, uh, gorgeous. Just space too totally uh folks if you have any cocktails or mocktails that you would like to tell us about uh, especially any that are just visually sumptuous uh head to our uh, socials on uh, instagram and facebook and let us know uh, and you may find your answer in an upcoming issue of oklahoma today magazine all right, uh, now let's uh, get back to the Canton Lake Walleye Rodeo with uh, Mr. Mark Fuquay. All right, folks, we reeled in a big guest this week. Uh, we are very pleased to welcome in Mark Fuquay with the Canton Lake Walleye Rodeo. Welcome to the podcast, Mark.
5: Hey, thanks so much for having me on. I uh, pleasure to be here.
1: Oh, you know... Uh, we are uh we're always very interactive we're, we're a very food focused podcast I'll be honest with you okay uh, I like
5: I like the way this is
1: sounding we're a lot like dogs in that way uh uh so this immediately when I saw this I was like I I have not to to my knowledge I don't think I've eaten a lot of walleye in my time
5: so You're I nice want to
1: know from you what what's walleye tastes like it's it's pretty popular right
5: Oh, it's 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 popular among those who know how good it is. It is just really a fabulous, fabulous dish, and uh, it it's a real light-colored meat, you know, a a, a white meat, uh, not not a fishy meat like like some meat, um, which a lot of fish depends on how you clean it. If people clean it up right and cut the veins out and shave off the yellow meat like on catfish or anything, but walleye, you just don't have to do that it's a big meaty white filet on the good size fish uh and it's just one of the most sought after uh delicacies around here um everybody loves good fried walleye.
1: yeah well and and so that kind of brings us into the Canton Lake Walleye Rodeo this is I I was reading up on it you guys have the oldest fishing tournament uh in Oklahoma this started back in
5: 1968 right Man, you're still my lines, but yes, I believe that to be—I believe that to be correct. I think we can safely say we are the oldest fishing tournament in the state of Oklahoma. Uh, it's in the early '60s. The Canton Chamber of Commerce, um, some people there, started talking about what they could do to generate revenue. Um, the Corps of Engineers, the Wildlife Department, had had decided that they were going to uh, start placing walleye in some lakes around the state um as as breeding grounds and and then they would come catch the females milk the eggs and they do that every year here now it was too low this year they didn't do it there have been a few exceptions but um typically they come here they milk the eggs and they take them to a hatchery up north and they hatch out millions of fry and they they stock other lakes with them or whatever well when that process first started back back in the day uh, the chamber decided, you know what, we, we could use that, utilize that. There were some, after, obviously, some forward-thinking folks there, and and they thought, you know, we could utilize that and create something to create a buzz for people to come to Canton Lake. And so now, as I say, we can say we are the oldest fishing tournament in Oklahoma. Uh, it did, I think, the very first event was like May, oh gosh, I had that somewhere, uh, May 9th to the 12th or something in 1968. And then a couple of years later, uh, in 70, I think it was, they spun off from, it, it was still kind of part of the chamber because if you know anything about a town the size of Kent, if you're involved in one deal, you're probably involved yeah. in all of them. But, you know, it, 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 it became its own entity, a committee of people, uh, dedicated volunteers that, that became the Canton Lake Walleye Rodeo Association. Or, or whatever, and then they're they the ones now in charge. Well, I say they. I've, I've been one of them for years, but we, we are now in charge of, of, you know, putting on the walleye, getting it organized and ready to go. Uh,
1: about how many people come out to this, uh, fishermen especially, about how many people come out to, to participate in the tournament?
5: Well, it's so, so hard to say because, like, we have increased and increased uh, registries. You know, we, we started charging $10 to register to fish in the event, and so what you have there, and we didn't used to charge it all, but but it's worth every penny. That people don't have a problem with the ten bucks. But here's what has happened: even when it was free, just just laziness, call it whatever. And I'm speaking of myself when I used to fish in it. You know, it may not register until you caught something big enough to go register, right? So that. so your registration numbers are in no way a reflection of the actual number of people who are there to fish. Um, it it is a huge family event, um, you know, and that we. We've had pressure from certain sources and people throughout the years to try to get us to make it a more commercial event. And that's not what we're about. And it's not what we want. We, we have people who who we now have great grandkids coming here to fish in the walleye rodeo, you know, and that's pretty special, you know, and and they all have memories of camping, fishing, during the walleye rodeo, it's just a super huge deal that everybody talks about, and it's just such a family event, and we kind of met amongst ourselves and decided that's how we want to keep You know, I mean that's the. It's kind of special in that regard, and and so I, I can tell you, last year I think we had around a thousand people registered to fish in it, but I'll guarantee you there were six thousand people at the lake. You know yeah. that type of deal. Yeah,
1: well, and it, and it really does. It sounds like in addition to just some really good fishing, that you guys have really created a kind of a festival atmosphere. There's there's all sorts of stuff happening out there. So even if you're not fishing, there's, you can be shopping, you can be eating. I mean, there's stuff for the kids to do.
5: Correct. We've had, we've had bounce houses. We've had carnivals throughout the years. Uh, we've had all types of things to, to help not only be focused on the fishing, but you know, it, it is such a massive deal for the Canton economy, not just the stores, but several of our local um civic organizations and and school like 4-h and and history day kids and whatever they all put on various functions throughout that and 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 they all raise enough money throughout that weekend due to all the excess people being here for that event um that that it really helps them gives them a good shot in the arm financially to make it through through the year that you know like the basketball girls might cook hamburgers and the cheerleaders do ice cream at the award ceremony. Those two things go, you know, our local grand arts council, they'll have a uh, fried onion burger feed. It's just, and those burgers are so delicious and everybody, <laughs> no, just wait they can't wait till, you know, walleye to go get down on the corner. We know every year we're going to get one of the best fried onion burgers you can get. And so, you know, it's just, it, it's that, you know, and, and it has brought a lot to our community from that regard. And, and you know, now we have a 5K, one of our local uh, uh, civic organizations, they put on a, a, a fun run and a 5K, and and uh, we have a parade. You know, it's just it, it's a big event for a small town. It's a really big event. And it's really important. And it's and it's so special in in a in
1: a way that I, I think I think a lot of small towns are like this. We we you have your neighbors and and everybody's kind of in everybody else's lives. And then there's there's some maybe it's one of it. Maybe it's several events. But, but in Canton, to know that it's like, even if you're not into fishing, uh, you know, kind of whatever is going on, this is, this is you know, that, it's the town's time to shine um, right. and really show off to everybody else uh, how nice it is there, how friendly everybody is. And, and also, I mean, it's and, and, but also the closeness that it brings you with, with everybody, knowing that everybody's putting in something to make this a, a good time.
5: Right, no, it's a it's it's a fabulous event, and you know we've had car shows. I mean, you just you name it, we've had it. Some things work better than others. We used to have a big music fest where we brought in Red Dirt, you know, some pretty big names in Red Dirt. You know, some things the crowd will support, and some things you know. And it's getting. It seems to me like, and and this may not be a fitting place for this conversation, but I'm gonna throw it in. It's just it seems like it's getting harder and harder for events like that to make it anyway. you know you know people are are that now the fishing part of it the tournament part of it is is solid but it's some of these other things that it seems harder and harder to get by in and i don't i I don't feel like that's just me i talked to a lot of i'm on several boards and talk to a lot of community leaders throughout northwestern oklahoma and i know it's at least a prevalent problem out here now i don't know if it is in other places but i know i know it is out here yeah
1: well, uh, in addition to walleye, uh, and, and so people are out there, uh, some of the awards, uh, you guys award for the five largest walleye, uh, total poundage caught over four days, uh, and then you also have 10 different species, and you're looking for the biggest fish in, like, uh, uh, drum, buffalo, carp, uh crappie, uh, channel cat, catfish. Uh, you know, so it really, it it sounds like it's a fisher's paradise.
5: Well, it is. And then you take on top of all those things that you mentioned, uh, all the different species, they're all going to get a hundred dollars whoever catches the largest one in those species. If I remember right, it's going to be a hundred bucks and, and a trophy and a rod and reel. And, and on top of all that, then you have people who donate to what we call tagged fish, and the wall, wall, wildlife department goes out and takes their little boat and shocks up fish. We put tags in them, we, we release them back into the water, and and there's varying amounts of uh dollar figures there from I think ten to a hundred dollars. Oh, wow. Uh there might even be a five hundred dollar. I need to look back into that. I I'm supposed to know all this. I help the <laughs> brochure and I help sell the ads and I help blah, blah blah. But it just, you know, it starts to overrun you after a while. But but uh I I know there's at least several hundred dollar fish out there. So anybody could get lucky whether they catch the big walleye or not and make money. I mean, you know, do something you enjoy for three and a half days and have some potential to get paid for it. I like that. That's good. (laughs) It kind of sounds
1: like a a more uh, uh, intense version of the ping pong ball pull, you know, where (laughs) you pull one out and it's like you got a red dot. (laughs) Yeah, all right. I get the prize. Right. Right 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 on. on. It really sounds like fun. I tell you, one of the other things that I love is that uh, you guys are having the Children's Fishing Derby there on Sunday, and the prizes here, what I really love, lifetime fishing licenses. I mean, what a great way to to instill and kind of keep those people coming back and really feeding the next generation of the walleye rodeo
5: as being a guy who gets to emcee the parade and the award ceremony and all of that seeing the excitement on these little kids faces when they when they get their name called that they want a lifetime fishing line. I mean that's a big deal that's 250 bucks all I mean you know and 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 so uh I think the stats on that with with like we were at like 527 or 8 or 9 or something and we're given 60 some away we're going to be at 590 590 lifetime fishing licenses that we will have given away after the end of the kids derby this year. And, and that, that is incredible. And it says a lot about our sponsors. I mean, that, that deal, you, you can't do deals like this unless people buy in and will pony up. You've got to have, uh, you know, sponsors to 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 help and donate and do those things and 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 again, those of us who have to go ask them for money, you know, sometimes we're like, oof, it's tough times because I know owning my own business right now, I you know, I get hit up all the time and it's tough. We've had a drought out here, business has been off, and so it, it's a little challenging to want to go. Asking those, but man, they step up. All those that can do every time they can, and and uh, it has been incredible to to say we've given away almost 600 lifetime fishing licenses to kids to help instill and encourage the you know fishing into their lives, hopefully for years to come.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and again, now you're going to be looking at the great 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 grandchildren coming out to the to the Correct. radio. You know, this is a family tradition. Correct. Uh, well, uh, so, folks, the uh, the Canton Lake Walleye Rodeo is May 18th through the 21st at Canton Lake. Uh, you can find out more about that at uh, TravelOK.com and as well on Facebook. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for, for coming on and talking with us.
5: Hey, thanks so much for having me on and holler any anytime.
0: All
3: right.
1: Are you so
0: excited I picked about? up my phone to read my event, and it told me that Jerry Springer died.
3: <gasps> really? I didn't know he was still alive. And
0: I didn't realize Jerry was still with us, but...
1: Anyway, so.
3: Hmm.
1: Bridget, you got to keep this.
3: Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. well, breaking
1: breaking news. news on the podcast three breaking weeks news later. two weeks
0: later. Jerry Springer, famous TV host and former mayor of Cincinnati, I, has
1: yeah. passed away. I, I have not. Um, I, I've only ever really been fishing with you. Nate and oh. and there were no walleye there, but well, they were they were there. We used to catch Yeah, I I have
0: not had. They were there. Wait, we we weren't at Canton Lake though. No, no, we no. were up in that part of the world where where we were at. We weren't at Fort Cobb. Where were we? Yeah,
1: I think we were at Fort Cobb. We were at Fort Cobb. Yeah, I thought so. I thought we were okay.
0: For some reason, I was thinking we were Northwest, but okay. I um, I believe you more than I do believe my own memory. <laughs> hey, have
1: you caught walleye?
0: Uh, it's been a lot since when I was a kid. I'm okay. sure, but uh, we mostly fish for crappie, uh, crappie and bass.
1: Which are also things you can catch at the uh, Canton Lake Walleye also, Rodeo. yes, yeah. yeah.
0: I love Canton Lake, actually. I, I did grow up fishing there because it's not far from Weatherford. Um, and it's a good, I love that lake. Uh, and it's I, a really good lake.
1: Mark uh, really painted a, a great picture, I think, of of that tournament being a place that, I mean, he says there's great grandkids who've been, uh, you know, who, whose that. great-grandparents were there the first time around. And just, it, it really brings the whole town together. That's I love cool. that idea. Um, And just, just so listeners are very
0: clear it's the canton walleye rodeo but they're not like riding the walleye like the walleye are not (laughs) trying to buck them off they're not trying to lasso them
1: i mean i haven't i haven't seen it myself so i can't tell you for sure yeah you know what take a saddle a tiny saddle just just in case take take, just don't forget your fish saddle at home (laughs) all right it is now time for us to once again plumb the depths of travel calendars for our weekly pod events and first up is nate Oh, it's me first. Okay, well, my event this week
0: is the Beer Circus, which I feel like is a redundant name because any event with a sufficient amount of beer is certain to become some kind of circus. Uh. Uh, And anyway, it's a misnomer because this event does not include kegs of beer or those who've recently consumed kegs of beer, walking tightropes, taming lions, or cramming 100 clowns into a tiny car that at most could only fit like 75 clowns. So, no, the beer circus is sponsored by Anthem Brewing, that delightful Oklahoma brewery that has brought us such great libations as Golden One and Rad Ombre. I love Rad Ombre. Mm -hmm. It's such a good beer. Uh, And it features the Oklahoma-based Spring Family Circus, a new outfit on the local circus scene that features acts like Tulga, a Mongolian strongman. Vegas aerialist Natalie Abel, and ringmaster Josh Vest, to name but a few. Local composer Corey Ber- Perschbacher has written the gorgeous music, and much of it is performed by voice actress and cellist Erin Yehman. Their acts of artistry and stuntery will have you calling for another beer, and after a couple of beers going, I could do that here. Hold on, I'm going to do that. <laughs> Only um, don't. It should go without saying, but don't do that. <laughs> yeah for more information on the beer circus or to buy tickets call 405-816-4250 or visit thefamilyspring.com and that is my event it's the beer circus
1: <laughs> <That> Ta da! Is- <laughs> no it sounds like a lot of fun yeah, yeah yeah
0: i really do think there will probably be people that do that right now
1: yeah yeah <laughs> You don't even know. There's
0: someone is going to say, hold my beer at some point <laughs> that evening. I just know
1: it. I, it might be me. Uh, Carly, what's your event?
3: So I have the utmost respect for saddle bronc riders. I mean, the timing, the technical skills, the, th- the thigh strength. In my opinion, scoring high in this is one of the most impressive athletic achievements. But how does a regular cowpoke get to champion status? Well, part of the journey may be attending the Deke Latham Memorial Bronc Riding School at Lynn Gardner Rodeo Arena in Goodwell, May 11th through 14th, Oklahoma Panhandle State University professionals will share their tips and techniques for a longer ride. Call 580-349-298 eight to get prices and more information.
0: Panhandle State has a proud rodeo tradition. Yeah, man, they do. So that's do. good. If you want to learn how to do it, that's the place to go for yes. sure.
3: Yes. I i want to go to a lot of these events. I will not be attending this particular one, <laughs> yeah. but I wish everyone the best of luck. I
0: hope everybody has a really good time. Yes. I love to watch rodeos. Yes. I do not want to be in one. And
1: <laughs> no. <in> anyway. <laughs> Megan, what's your event this week? Well
2: on May 13th you'll want to come hungry to the northeastern city of Bristow. You can arrive full of food, too, if you want, but chances are you're just going to eat more because today is the day that Bristow celebrates its Lebanese roots with its annual tabbouleh fest. The namesake Middle Eastern dish is made from bulgur wheat mixed with tomatoes, mint, lemon juice, salt, and often cucumbers. Some people substitute pomegranate seeds for tomatoes. Hmm. Uh, Some people use quinoa or couscous instead of bulgur wheat. There are a thousand versions, and you can try some of them here along with plenty of other traditional foods. Of course, if you're crazy and Middle Eastern food is not your thing, that's okay. There will probably be hot dogs and funnel cakes because mm. this is a festival in Oklahoma. <laughs> and remember the old saying, it's always 5 o'clock somewhere because there's also going to be ample wine tasting at this event that I believe runs from 8 to 5. I love oh, so, wine. So, yeah, uh, I want to be one of those people there that's, <laughs> you know, at, there at 8 a.m. She's... <laughs> Drinking some Chardonnay. <laughs> uh, and let's see, there are going to be belly dancers, vendors selling things, uh, music, a Mopar show, I believe. Oh, and that's cool. activities to entertain the kids. For more information, call 918-807-1734 or look up Bristow Tabuli Fest on Facebook.
3: What's Mopar?
2: It's, it's, the, like, it's Dodge, like Dodge, Chrysler. And Jeep. Uh, um, yeah. It's generally like old sort of muscle cars. Oh, My, okay. my yeah. landlord collects them. Apparently, yeah. that's what it says on his business card. It's like modified, <laughs> like modified Jeeps and Chryslers oh, and Dodges okay. and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be really cool though. Yeah, like and
2: fun? I, I just happened to see that when I was Googling Tabuli Fest that. So I like okay. I didn't see that on their page, but on a Mopar page.
0: That sounds like a really fun event. Trisha Buntz did a great feature on that mm-hmm. for us last year. That was that just really, really saying I thought was really a
1: sweet read, and um, it made me want to go. So that'd be fun. Also, yeah. uh, a great tip from the late great Tex Sliman, which oh, yeah. is uh, according to his tabbouleh recipe if you're going to add cucumber, add it in right before you serve it because if it's sitting there with cucumber in it, it's it's going to go bad
3: faster. That's so smart. I had
4: had
1: tabbouleh last night. I was at my mom's
0: house, and she made tabbouleh. It was really good.
2: You could perhaps even just have a bowl of chopped cucumber and add it as needed (gasps) so that you can preserve your tabbouleh for longer. Megan, you are going to change the way we think about tabbouleh. (laughs) (laughs) I I have thought about this because I'm a person who tries to make tabbouleh sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> okay, I, Do you try
0: to spell it sometimes? Cuz there's no, like as many different ways to spell it of as of there spelling. are ways to But there
2: are stars You can in the sky. make it uh, you don't use that box of stuff from the store that's called like Far East I think it's the worst tabbouleh you'll we'll ever eat. Okay. I also,
1: I feel like a lot of the, like...
0: And now, from a word from our sponsor, <laughs> far, east far East Tabbouleh. I,
2: I think
1: that one of the biggest issues with tabbouleh is that people lean way too hard into the bulgur wheat and uh, not yeah. nearly enough into the uh, chopped up. Uh, greens and cilantro. Uh, and like you have to get
2: the lemon juice just yes. right. the yeah. salt and the lemon it juice.
0: Be too lemony. Mm-hmm.
2: But it, yeah. but it
1: really does like it, it needs to be way more salad than mm-hmm. than the wheat. Yeah. It's, not pa- it's
3: not a pasta salad. No, exactly. No. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, ben, what's your event?
4: Well, I've got a question for you all. Uh, what did the strawberry say when it was given a gift? I
0: don't know. Nothing, because strawberries
4: don't talk. Uh, no, it was uh, thank you very much. Aww. But, uh, but there's more. There's more than just that. There's more. Uh, no. Do you know where they make strawberries?
3: At. No.
4: Uh, the, <laughs> at the strawberry plant. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but there's more than that. Oh, no. uh, oh. Do you know what they call it when a strawberry plays the guitar?
0: Which lever do I pull uh, to be crushed by a safe?
4: Raspberry. What? Uh, it would be a jam session. A jams? <laughs> I was thinking, like, Brad. <laughs>
0: ben doesn't even have any kids. <laughs>
4: uh, this well, comes naturally to him. Yeah, it's a, a very natural. I am an uncle, so okay, I guess go. that helps. Um, so, you've probably guessed by now what my event is all about. And it's not jokes that are actually funny. Um, the Stillwell Strawberry Festival is back this Saturday in downtown Stillwell. This annual tradition got its start all the way back in 1948 and brings a 5K run, rodeo, parade, carnival rides, live auction, and local vendors to a crowd of around 30,000 people. Hmm. All of that, all of this goes without mentioning the profound amount of strawberries, scientific name Fragaria Ananasa, uh, and ice cream, scientific name Delicious Capriconicus. <laughs> The strawberry baked goods and recipe contests are always competitive, but as long as they let us try some, I'd say everyone's a winner. A sign of a great and successful event is when there are a bunch of spin-off events going on around it at the same time. If you head out to Stillwell, be sure to check out the Strawberry Festival Car Show. If you happen to own a classic car, truck, or bike, you can enter or feel free to admire up close like the rest of us. Just keep those preserves far away from the custom leather interior, pal. Admission to the Strawberry Festival is free. You can call 918-797-5097 or visit, and shout out to the Stillwell Kiwanis Club for landing this prime uh, web address, strawberrycapital.com. That's good. Nice. That's
0: good. That's like top of my bucket list of Oklahoma fruit festivals <laughs> that's such a small bucket but <laughs> i've never You're been to that one i've always wanted to go I, yeah
1: after you've hit the porter peach festival i feel like everything else is gonna be is is easier but porter peach I, that's the one, that I, good I, one i hear most people talk about yeah
0: i had a lot of fun at that one it was a good one that was yeah. a really good one but i haven't ever been to the strawberry festival and i sure do love strawberries Indeed. so what's your event Greg? <laughs>
1: Well, mine's a bit of a history lesson. For 50 long years, the people of Tulsa have dedicated a part of this month to the Justin Timberlake, it's going to be May meme. Mm. That is, uh, It's Mayfest. Is it just
0: 50 years? It feels like so much longer. It's it's been 50 50 long
1: years of Justin Timberlake's meme. Uh, (laughs) Mayfest, as it is called, has never been able to book Justin as a performer, but with four stages and hours of live music from local bands, it's not like people notice. In addition to honoring NSync's second coolest member, Mayfest is a massive art show and sale with juried artists, local artists, and kids setting up booths for visitors to peruse and purchase if you're in the mood to buy, buy, buy. Oh. <laughs> I didn't write that one uh, I got two kids Um, and in a nod to Justin's excellent work in the Bring It On Down sketches on Saturday Night Live there's the famous Mayfest food court featuring cuisines from around the world and also right around the corner this is one of Tulsa's biggest annual events and one everybody should experience head to the Tulsa Arts District and Historic Greenwood District Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for this free outdoor shindig visit tulsamayfest.org for schedules and more information Fourth coolest. Yeah. It's
3: it's Joey Fatone, right? That's who you're talking about. Was number one Yeah, coolest absolutely. member. Then think is Joey yeah. Fatone. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure we're on the same page, <laughs> so I don't have to fight you.
1: I I don't even count wow. JC Chavez as a member anymore. That's. <sighs> <gasps> There are
3: members of the JCR beer coming. There are
0: 40 year old women listening to this podcast, Greg. You better be careful. We will have to dox you and share your address on air. That's, feel free. Uh it's
1: greg.elwell at travelok.com. That's the address. Let him have it. Let it, him have it. And 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 all you angry JC fans, send me your favorite Let him have cocktails it. and mocktails. <laughs>
0: This one smells like gasoline.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, the sound of the Backstreet Boys desperately trying to parlay a song into a festival in antlers means that this episode of the Oklahoma Today podcast is coming to a close. But if you can't get enough, head over to oklahoma.today.com and pick up our latest issue on newsstands right now. Send your feedback to OKTPod at travelok.com, and we will talk to you again next week. The Oklahoma Today podcast is a production of Oklahoma Today magazine and the Oklahoma Tourism and Recreation Department. Your hosts are Oklahoma Today editors Nathan Gunner, Greg Elbow, Carly Ibarra, Megan Rossman, and Ben Lucian. Theme song editing and production held by Oklahoma Today's production manager, Bridget Sloan. For more information, visit OklahomToday.com.
3: Goodbye, bye, bye. Oh. oh.